So where do we start? This, uh, this is a moment I think we've been waiting for for a long time. I know that when Pastor Dave asked me to come out to the Stronger Conference to speak, uh, it's been, been months, and we've been very, very excited about going out there. Um, initially, I was the only one that was going to go, and then we had a family invest uh, in Lisa going, and we really felt like that Lisa needed to come along, and so we both went. And if I could be honest with you, I think for me, I was a bit prideful. I thought that we were going to pour into Pastor Dave and Ella, who are the pastors of Home Church in Scotland. Um, I felt like we were going to pour into them and into their family and their church family. And what ultimately happened was they poured into us. And if some of you that have been on a mission trip, I think might have experienced that where you feel like you're going to go on a mission trip and you're going to pour into uh, the missionaries that you're going to support. And ultimately what happens is you find out they were pouring into you and you come back with a, a renewed spirit. And that's exactly what's happened with us. Um, we, we've come back and we're just on fire for what we believe God has for our home church here in Oklahoma. But also we have this sense of connection, partnership with the home church in Scotland um, that has just been, just I think, firmed up from our trip over there. And so what Lisa and I would like to do is kind of share a little bit with some of our experiences that we experienced um, and share also some pictures, if you don't mind us doing that. Um, so this is kind of a multimedia experience that we're going to share, share with you. And so for me, I want to get into some of the trip stuff. And I, I know some of you want to see some pictures and hear about some of the things that we saw over there. Um, I can say this, as soon as we landed in Scotland, our plane landed in Glasgow, uh, I went ahead and texted Pastor Dave, and I said, hey, we're here. And with all the Scottish pride that he has, he texted me back and said, welcome to the greatest country on earth. <laughs> and uh, of course, being a, an American, I was like, okay, well, maybe close second, right? But, but okay. And, and based on our experience there, I can honestly say that I think Scotland is right there with us. Uh, what an incredible country it is. And I want to share with you a couple of pictures of some of the things that we, we experienced. And so for me, being a history buff, uh, I really was taken aback by how old things are in that country. We have no idea how old things are here in this country. We're, what, 236 young, years young, right? And over there, uh, one of the first places that Pastor Dave took me and Lisa was uh, Sterling Castle in the city of Sterling. Sterling Castle, basically the first stone that was laid was in the 12th century. So as we're walking through the gates of Sterling Castle, as you'll see here, uh, it's just incredible to be able to be standing on ground that's been there since the 12th century. Um, it was just an amazing experience. And so here's, here's another picture of Lisa and I uh, out standing there right there at Sterling Castle. And you can't see it, but behind us, is the William Wallace Monument off in the distance. And of course, they're giving tribute to William Wallace who in those, that same area uh, fought the Battle of Sterling and actually defeated the British um, there at the Battle of Sterling. And it's just an incredible place. One of the other cities that we visited was Edinburgh, Scotland, actually was a 
last Monday, we were there, and that city is incredible. Uh, I don't know how else to explain it. Uh, everything there was just beautiful. Uh, everything was so, I was so old. I just, I don't know how to say it. Um, from the cobblestone streets to uh, John Knox and his church, the cathedral, which by the way, the queen is being uh, laid there today uh, in that cathedral. Um, the castle there at Edinburgh, everything was, was just so amazingly beautiful. Here's a picture of Lisa and I. Now, off in the distance, you can see up, perched up on the hill there is the, the castle at Edinburgh. Now, the weather there was just amazing um, to the point where I think Pastor Dave told us that this is not like the weather we normally experience here in Scotland. So somehow he gave us kind of credit for bringing the weather to Scotland. And because the day that we left, it actually began to rain uh, downpour rain after we left. And so he even said that because we left, it started to rain torrentially. Um, but so we're given credit for this beautiful weather. And it was very cooperative when we were there. There's another picture. These pictures do not give this uh, justice. And this is the, uh, the cathedral, the church that uh, John Knox started, which was the Presbyterian Church in Scotland. You can see it there. And this, this is just a picture right outside of, of Pastor Dave's home. There's a street, and if you, if you look at the street, it's just a bunch of row houses and, and businesses and restaurants and, and shops. And here you can see just a beautiful sunset. So Oklahoma does not own the rights to pretty sunsets. Uh, Scotland definitely has that as well. And so that's just kind of a brief uh, takeaway for me on, on just how beautiful that country is um, and how just amazing it is, how much history is there. Um, I'm not doing it justice by any means, but for the sake of time, um, I just wanted to share a little bit briefly about some of the things we experience. And Lisa is going to talk a lot about uh, the food. How about that? So if you're hungry now, I'm sorry, but uh, Lisa's going to share a little bit about the food. So go ahead, sweetheart. First of all, I have to give a shout out to Pastor Dave and Ella because they're probably watching. So, hi. Um, so when Jeff and I landed in Scotland, we had been awake for a really, really long time. And Pastor Dave picked us up, took us to his house. Uh, we met Ella, his wife. And he asked us, would you like to maybe lay down for an hour, rest? And we were like, no, because if we go to sleep now, it's lights out. We're done. Um, so instead, they, they took us to church that evening. This was Wednesday evening, and they, their church had prepared a proper Scottish buffet for us. Um, if any of you know me, I don't like weird food. Um, we actually talked to Pastor, Pastor Jeff and Jan before we left, and I asked Jeff, I said, what do I do if they offer me something that I don't like? And he just said, politely try it. <laughs> so the buffet was kind of freaking me out a little, I'll be honest. Um, but it was, it was amazing, the effort that they went through. We had, uh, and I, we have a video of it, but we didn't take pictures. Um, they had potato fritters, which were fantastic. And I love Scotland because they like potatoes. And I do too, so I knew I would never starve. And they offered us haggis, which before we left, 
we were told, don't try it. If you don't know what it is, Google it later. Don't Google it now, but Google right. it later. Uh, they offered us black pudding. Again, Google it later. And salmon and mackerel and then all kinds of yummy sweets, which obviously I had no problem partaking in those. Um, but I actually tried the haggis. I know, right? <laughs> I tried the haggis and I tried the black pudding and they really weren't that bad. So I stayed away from the fish because I just don't eat fish. But it was, it was so generous of them and it was such a blessing. And we had been awake for 36 hours. I'm not sure if that had something to do with the fact that I was eating things that I wouldn't normally try. It might be, I might've been just so exhausted. But um, the other thing that they offered us was something called Iron Brew. Did you take a picture of that? Jeff was absolutely fascinated with Iron Brew. We'd heard about it beforehand. He was so anxious to try it, and it actually is not that bad. This is the official drink of Scotland. Um, their motto is, Iron Brew will get you through. And that's no lie, because we drank probably two, or two cans, at, at least me, a day. Um, it's a, got a very unique flavor to it. It actually tastes like cream soda, but it smells like bubble gum. So that, that might be a little off-putting to, to some, but it, it really wasn't that bad. Um, it's an orange drink, and you find it everywhere. It's offered in their restaurants and everything like that. So we thoroughly enjoyed the Iron Brew, and um, yeah, yeah just, we're going to miss it. It was, it was incredible. Yeah. I, I, if I could have brought it all home so you could all try it, I would have. But um, it is on Amazon, very expensive, <laughs> but um, I'm going to try to get some here. So. Anyway, go ahead. Um, the other thing we obviously tried was fish and, well, he tried, was fish and chips. Um, he had fish and chips twice. Um, you got a picture of it. I think so, yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, oh, that's, that's my mac and cheese because, you know, I'm an American. <laughs> but the thing about Scotland is with everything you order, they give you chips. Now, chips in Scotland are French fries. Um, Crisps. crisps are chips, chips in Scotland. So if you want ch our chips, you ask for crisps. Uh, but to them, French fries are chips. chips. So confusing. <laughs> anyway, so I ordered mac and cheese and got French fries with it. I don't know. It was okay with me because, again, I like potatoes. Um, and that was Jeff's uh, fish and chips and mushy peas. Um, we also so, had proper Scottish breakfast and proper English breakfast yeah. while we were there. In the airport, actually, in London, we had proper English breakfast, which for Jeff was amazing. I had pancakes. Their bacon is amazing. Let me just tell you, I had no problems eating in Scotland. Um, all my concerns were quickly put to rest, and it was, it was amazing. It was great. Love, love their food. Food was fantastic. Um, I forgot there was something I was going to say, and I just forgot. Ah. It'll come to me. So there's the food aspect of it all. I, I think one of the things that, as we start kind of transition into more of what God did through, through us and for us on this trip, um, here's a picture of, of these young ladies, and you can see that they're holding up their phones, and on the back of their phones they have home church stickers, and I think we handed some of those out today. Yep, there you go. So uh, we handed a bunch out while we were there, and the idea kind of came to me from uh, the, the awesome U.S. Air Force 
I don't know if you know this, but the history of the Air Force, when uh, squadrons go places, they, they take their, their squadron patches, they put them on a sticker, and they stick their stickers everywhere. Okay, it's actually quite annoying. Uh, that's the Air Force for you, right? So they take their unit patches and they put them in stickers and they stick them everywhere. And I wasn't really thinking that they would do it. I didn't even encourage them to, but they did it. They stuck it everywhere. I was walking through the, the church uh, sometimes, like get a cup of coffee or, or go into Dave's office. And I noticed these home church stickers are stuck on the wall in these weird places. And, and I'm just like, they're sticking them everywhere. And so, yeah, they were putting them on the backs of their phone. And so they really uh, embraced us um, as a church. And the people there are so nice. Um, they're just so welcoming, uh, so kind-hearted. And I really much enjoyed the fact that they became our extended family, um, which is what they did. And so I absolutely love, love the people. So here's, here's a picture of home church their main campus. Um, they also do Alpha. So that was a good thing to see. Um, they're currently a hub in Scotland for Alpha, which means they're going to be uh, kind of the main place to go in the western part of Scotland um, for Alpha. They have uh, all the Alpha. They're going to be offering eventually the marriage course, um, Alpha for Youth, the main Alpha course, and Alpha Parenting, I believe. And so they're the main church in Western Scotland that's going to be doing that. But you can see they have a nice building. Their building is not as big as ours. Um, I know that Pastor Dave is quite uh, envious of our property based on all the pictures that he has seen. Um, but what they have is, is, is really incredible. And the story of how they were able to, to get that property and make it their own and, and use it to worship God is, act, is, is really incredible. Um, so it's cozy. It really feels like a home, if that makes sense. So when you combine the awesomeness of the people, uh, God's presence, and, and, the, and this, the building, it's really quite uh, homey, and we absolutely loved uh, being there. And this is their auditorium. I actually took this picture the Sunday morning before I preached. I was in the building by myself. They, Dave dropped me off because he had to go do some other things, but he dropped me off of the building. I had the whole building to myself and just walked around and prayed and, and just really just felt God's presence there. Um, he clearly is in operation there at Home Church Scotland. And I uh, was very excited to preach that morning. So we had a, a tremendous ministerial role. Um, Dave had me uh, do a men's group. So during the conference, one of the first things that that he had me do was to do a men's breakout session and I actually kind of preached on 1 Corinthians chapter 16, verse 13, which Paul uh, encourages the men to be strong. And basically what he means there is to, to be strong in faith, but also to be strong in love. And so I use that, that verse to, to kind of dovetail into marriages, um, which is really what we talked about a lot. Um, I was kind of surprised about how many uh, men in that group didn't really know the five love languages. And so I, I just went into the five love languages and preached about how uh, we as men, in order to be strong and loving towards our, our wives, uh, we need to understand how wives are, are and, and, and a lot of the, of the wives have different love languages that, that they feel loved when we actually 
love them that way. And so uh, it was kind of a foreign thing for, for some of them. They didn't really understand what love languages were, and so we talked a lot about that. Uh, and so it was really kind of an amazing time uh, to be able to do that. And then later that afternoon, I preached during the conference about not quitting. Um, I think as Christians, we don't necessarily say, hey, Jesus, I'm done with you. I'm leaving the church. See you later. And I quit. I think as Christians, we kind of subtly quit. Either we don't spend enough time in God's word. We don't spend enough time praying. Uh, we don't spend enough time loving people like Jesus. And so we, we kind of subtly just fade off into the background and we just kind of quit in that way. And so I, I preached a message about that. And then on Sunday morning, which is where this picture is from, I preached on uh, my message from Rahab. I don't know if you guys remember the series I did uh, several months ago uh, about ordinary people, but I preached on, on Rahab and how God was able to use somebody ordinary like Rahab, um, not only to save uh, people, but that the fact that salvation came through her house, through the lineage of Jesus, right? And she was known as Rahab the prostitute. And I think that was, was an awesome time. I actually went way over. I think Pastor Dave told me that that was the longest service that they've ever had at Home Church Scotland. Uh, I'm sorry, not really, Dave, but I'm sorry uh, that that happened. And then that evening in Glasgow, at their Glasgow service in the city center, um, I gave my testimony. Uh, basically, my testimony was how God delivered me from performance. Um, that, I, that being bullied all through uh, my school life, um, I had to perform to get recognition and to feel like that, that somehow I had something to offer, um, that performance drove me. And ultimately, as I found Jesus and as he found me, um, performance is not what God bases his love for us on, right? And, and so my testimony there was used, I believe, to set some people free uh, from that. So go ahead. So there was two other guest speakers that came uh, that Pastor Dave invited, and they were Steve and Rachel Mosden. Um, they're actually from England, and um, they served under Brian Houston and Hillsong for over 15 years. Four years ago, they moved back to England and are a part of Soul Church in England, and um, they came and spoke. They were just amazing, amazing couple, and Rachel had a woman session that I sat in, and the majority of, of her message was about women being able to find their voice. <laughs> And let me tell you, from that point on, I was a hot mess. <laughs> um, anybody that knows me, this is me. Uh, my name's Lisa, and I'm a crier. And um, she was just absolutely beautiful in, in describing how the role of a woman is often defined by the culture, but God defines it differently. And it was just so precious to me. She spoke so much encouragement into me, and it was, it, was, it was just absolutely beautiful. And later in the afternoon, they had a Q&A session, which I did know that I was going to be a part of. Um, I reluctantly agreed, because how do you say no? Um, 
So I actually sat on the panel and had a Q&A and I answered a couple of questions and it was fine. Um, but I think it was a little bit easier for me to do it because nobody there knew me. And since they didn't know me, what did I have to lose, you know? I was gonna leave and go home and never have to talk to them again. So it, that kind of boosted my confidence a little bit, but um, I think God was just doing a little tweak in my heart. And so um, he graced me enough to coherently answer the questions that were asked of me and just made it that much easier to speak. Um, it's kind of the reason why I'm up here now. Preaching, um, Nick. Come on. Because this woman has a voice, and that, that's what I'm talking about. We, yeah, feel free. All right. We didn't expect it at all when, when we went to Scotland that, that she would be the centerpiece of, of, of what happened uh, for us during, during this, this trip. Actually, um, God was the centerpiece. He just really did a lot <laughs> in me. Yeah. So to see, see the young women and the youth uh, gravitate towards her like this matriarchal... Uh, figure. I mean, it was just amazing to see her just love on these young women. And um, there's some things that kind of clicked, I think, in all of us. And uh, that's something we'll talk about here later in a minute. But I don't want to steal your time. I'm, I'm stealing your time. So for me, my takeaway... Um, You're gonna get me crying now. That's okay, tears are good. Yeah. Oh, for some reason I can't move the slides anymore, so that's all right. But uh, I just, one thing I've been praying for, and, and I, I don't want this to sound woe is me or anything like that, but being a pastor sometimes is, is a very lonely calling. And, and what I mean by that is to have somebody come alongside you that is on the same journey, that goes through the same battles, hardships, challenges. Um, that somebody is, is Pastor Dave Brackenridge. He is the friend that I've been praying for. And we spent a lot of time talking. Um, I, I, I tried to be with him as much as I could because, I mean, to the point where he was taking his, his daughter to school and I'm like, can I go with you? Or picking up his son from, from school, can I go with you? Even though driving on the left side of the road is absolutely insane. <laughs> um, and there were some times I had to to cry out to Jesus 
But, but for me, I gained a, a brother in the sense that we were in the trenches together. And um, he, he was, he was, he's a divine appointment for me. And, um, and so I don't know if you all know how we met, but it wasn't really a fluke thing. I mean, I reached out to them. I actually was on Instagram. I think it was in either, January. it was in January, yeah. And I just kind of had this thought that I, I needed to see, is there any other church named Home Church, you know? So I just typed into the search. First one that came up was Home Church Scotland. I was like, huh. So I clicked on that and I kind of looked through their, their social media and I sent a message to them saying, hey, my name is Pastor Jeff from Home Church in Oklahoma. Figured I'd just reach out and want to see if I can't get connected to the pastor. And we connected on email, and from there, we, we FaceTimed each other. And it was a, about a half an hour conversation on FaceTime. And we had so much in common in our stories and our testimonies as far as who we are, even to the fact that we were both bullied in school to the point where how God uh, called us to be pastors and, and the journeys that our, our two home churches were going through it were, were very similar. And uh, it was very eerie to the point where we just knew that God's hand was in this, um, that this was not something that was a fluke. It was a divine appointment. And uh, what, what I think has happened is we see ourselves in a partnership right now. Um, and, and because we're on this similar journey, this similar path, I feel like that God is going to use this partnership to not only forward uh, our churches, but I think to bring revival to both Glasgow and Broken Arrow. And so we're very, very excited uh, about this. Lisa. Um, for me personally, like Jeff said, I wasn't planning on going on this trip. And, and when we left, we, we wholeheartedly believed that we were going just to pour into um, home, church, home Church Scotland and to Dave and to Ella. And God has a very um, funny sense of humor because he just graciously humbled us to the point where we realized that um, sending Steve and Rachel during the conference and Dave and Ella, um, they just poured so much encouragement into us and so much um, enthusiasm and just so much love that... It, it reminds me of when our daughter, Asia, would, she's been all over the world on mission trips and that kind of thing. And every time she would come home, she would say, I went to go serve them, and I'm the one who got, like, I'm the one who got served. And I totally understand what that means now, because our hearts were towards them, and in return, we just got poured into so, so much. And it made us really realize that we are very new to this game. Um, you know, Jeff's been pastoring for 18 months, and this doesn't come with an, an instruction manual other than the Bible. Um, but the day-to-day -day life part, there's, there is no manual for it. And so to have the encouragement of Dave and Ella to just kind of speak into us, who they've only been pastoring for four years, so it's not like they have years and years of experience, but, they, but they've been through it. And so they spoke into that and they spoke into us and it was just so incredibly humbling. And um, I feel like I got the best end of the deal of anybody because it, it, I just was supposed to go 
And I thought I was going strictly to support Jeff, but it was really um, for God to do something new in me. So um, everybody was just absolutely amazing, absolutely amazing. So I, I didn't tell Dave this, and I know he's watching right now. Um, he's been on a journey uh, for about four years now, getting the church to where it is today. And based on what we saw, this is uh, Glasgow campus. Uh, they meet in a very small room, but it was packed uh, that Sunday night that we were there that I shared my testimony. But what's happening in his church right now is revival. We spent a lot of time talking about other churches in the Glasgow area, and none have the life in their church as this one does. Dave, revival is starting in your church. And, and we're honored to be able to, to pray into your church, to be a part of that, um, to be continually a part of that. And I'm going to ask you, home church here in Oklahoma, to please keep them up in prayer. Um, because you know how it is. When you're doing something good for God, here comes the enemy, right? And so to pray for them, to keep them on your heart um, as they continue to path through what God has for them, that's what I'm asking you all to do. Um, because what I will say is that this is, this is a partnership that is formed and we are going to see a lot of fruit from it. And I don't believe um, this is the last time that Lisa and I uh, we'll, we'll have gone over there. We'll be going over there quite frequently. And I believe the same is for, for Dave and eventually his wife, Ella. I hope we'll be able to make it over here as well. Um, with that being said, in about three weeks, Pastor Dave will be coming here um, to home church. Yep. So he, he is a stud. I will tell you that right now. He is a, he used to be in a rock band called the Royal Foundlings. Uh, go ahead and look that up on YouTube. There's plenty of uh, rock videos of him uh, leading this band. Uh, he, he has the name Brackenridge. That only, that only says strength, right? Uh, he is a larger than life figure. Um, very gregarious, uh, but he's extremely humble. And I think that's why God uses him powerfully. He's a very humble man. He is, he's very nervous about coming here because he's afraid his accent, you're not going to be able to understand him. But I will say that, um, that, that you will. Um, just, 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 put your just put your listening It'll ears on. It'll be great. But he's going to be here. He's going to preach to our youth on Wednesday night. He has the same heart for youth as I have. He knows as well as I do that the youth are the church today, the young adults are the church today, not the church tomorrow, but the church of today. He, he feels very strongly about that. So he's going to preach to our youth on that Wednesday night, which is October the 4th, I believe, if I remember correctly. And then the 5th. Thanks, Jimmy. If I can see the 5th, right? That's, that's the night he's going to be preaching. So the 8th, which is Saturday, we're actually going to have a service here on Saturday the 8th from 10 to 1. We're going to be serving food. And what I'm going to ask you all to do, I know that we like God to be convenient for us. And so in our schedules, we pencil in Sunday morning at 10 a.m. That's when I'm going to come to church because that's the time that I come to church. Well, we're opening church up on Saturday. 
And we're doing it so that Dave can, can speak into us. So I'm going to ask you all to please come and be a part of, of what, he, what God's going to do through Dave here on Saturday as well as Sunday because he'll be speaking Saturday and on Sunday. But I'd like to show our support for him and I'd like to be able to come here to listen to him on Saturday. And the only reason why we're asking you all to register is so that we know how many people will be here so that we have enough food. So can you do me a favor and do Dave a favor and just come on Saturday? I know it's not the normal time, but come and be a part of what God is doing on Saturday uh, at, at 10 o'clock in the morning. Uh, anything you want to add? Um, something Sheila said to me before I left the Sunday before we left for Scotland, she looked at me and she said, go with it. Just go with it. And I was like, okay, Sheila, I don't know what that means, but okay. Um, of course, now I totally understand what that meant. Just go with it. And I would, I would challenge you, I would encourage you to make room. Make room on a Saturday. I know it's not normal. Um, but if I hadn't have made room and just gone with it, I wouldn't have gotten out of it, out of Scotland, what I did. Um, we're making it really, really easy for you. We're providing childcare so that you can bring your children, and we're feeding you for free. This isn't going to cost anyone anything except for your time, but I promise you, if you make room and you go with it, God will do something in you. Yes. And um, I would add to that, if you don't know how to, if you're, if you're unsure how to sign up, um, we'll be in the lobby. I will personally help you sign up on the computer um, because we need each and every individual to sign up, not a couple, but each individual, and to sign up your children as well. That way we can feed everyone. So, yeah. All right. Anything else you want to say? Thank you guys for letting yeah. me sit up here.